Welcome to Raiders of the Lost Podcast, the ultimate film and TV podcast. We are your hosts, James and Anthony. Welcome to the Weekly Chat, Volume 20. Hello, movie friends. Welcome back to the show. Hope you had a wonderful week. James, you're getting better at the your. The your, yeah, your. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. We, we've been working on it. And I, I get, try to make sure I get rid of the Boston accent when I say, we are your host. We are your host. It's, honestly, is it that bad? It's pretty funny. Is it that bad? I don't know. I think people like it. We are your hosts. We are your. <laughs> we are your hosts. We are your hosts. We are your hosts. Sounds like a robot. Yeah, I guess so. We are your host, kid. We are your fucking host, guy. Anyways, working on it, working on it, getting better every day. You know, <laughs> it's, it's little things, little things here and there. Uh, how, how's your week going, man? It's good. Yeah, I started a garden this week. Yeah, tell us about your garden. You got, your, you're a cliche Italian man now. I got tomato plants. I got some Roma, Roma tomato some plants. Some tomatoes, kid. Roma pomodori. Tomatoes going. And then I got some basils growing. And then I'm preparing sage. For potting, so right now the sage is in the root growing phase and glass of water. I can't wait to see how large these bushes become. I'm gonna and, make them huge and then steal it whenever I you need. You can it. have as much herbs and tomatoes as you want, man. Thanks, man. Appreciate yeah, it. I'm gonna make them real big. Now we just need to get you like one of those white tank tops and like a bad <laughs> tan and just grease you up and you just go back there like an old Italian man and just start watering plants. <laughs> I actually found the perfect spot in the in the yard where they get enough sun because we have a ton of shade in our yard actually. Yeah, we so got a big tree. It was hard to hard to find the spot because they need a lot of sunlight. But sage doesn't. Sage only needs a few hours. But basil and tomato need like around eight hours of sun. And how much water do they need? They just need um their soil needs to be moist. So you don't want the soil to be dry. So just Ever, keep just keep it day. moist. Yeah, just a little bit every day. But they need around uh two two inches of water for the size of the plant. So it's the surface of the plant needs so moist a soil week. and eight hours of sun a day. Yeah, around eight. The it's, more sun for tomatoes, the better. Actually, it's easier to do. It's easy to do in LA. Yeah. Oh yeah. So Big they'll time. be good. They'll really, be good. really happy for you. I found the spot. Can't wait to see them because I love tomatoes. Yeah, I can't wait to eat all the sage and basil, man. So, but I have six basil plants, so I'm just uh, it's a contest to see which three are the strongest, <laughs> and then I'm gonna kill the other three and put the sage in those three pots. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we'll see who the the, the strongest uh, basil. Well, you, you'll eat the eat the leaves, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm, I'm not a savage. Extract those. I'm not a savage. That's the whole point of them. But it's uh, yeah, to see who the mightiest basil leaves That's plants are. That's pretty great, man. Proud of you. Thanks. So I um I pulled the trigger, and I pre- did you get a game? I pre-ordered Hogwarts Legacy. On PS5, I already pre-ordered it without a, without having a console. I'm getting a PS5 <laughs> disc. It's it's secured. PS5 disc. So yeah. is that is a, a so I guess a digital I, I guess, version. Yeah. So I guess now consoles come in disc or digital. At least the PlayStation Five does. Interesting. So you can either just, can you just download only, the game. Yeah. You don't. The only problem with that is you know you, you have space limitations. You can get external hard drives and stuff like that. Oh yeah yeah yeah. But I think it comes with like almost a terabyte hard drive. But games are pretty big. Yeah, they've got to be massive. They're like yeah. 150, 200 gigabytes. Some of them at least. So I think this is going to be a huge one. So and also to use it as a Blu-ray player because our Blu-ray player is old as hell and sometimes it doesn't work with all Blu-ray discs because it's from like 2000 freaking 10. I've had it forever. Things old. We've had it since uh, our old since Boston. Yeah, we've had it for that long. Even just the. The operating system of that thing makes me puke. It's so old. So old. Too old. The controller is too boxy. Yeah, it's, it's very... Too, it's, it's not ergonomical. Yeah, it's not... It doesn't have a smooth... It hurts edges. my wrist when I hit play. <laughs> so, yeah, I pulled the trigger on the PS5 and the Hogwarts Legacy. So... What's your plan for Hogwarts? Are you going to go a Slytherin like your house? The thing is, it's cool. So, it doesn't come out until February 10th. So, six months to wait. So, I'll just be a patient boy until then. 
Um, but it seems like it's going to be really interesting because I think it's fulfilling the dream of everybody who wants to go to Hogwarts can actually go to Hogwarts. You start, I'll get really nerdy on this game right now. They'll, you start as a fifth year, you come into the school, you're new at Hogwarts. Something happened in your past where you survived something. It's very similar to Harry Potter, obviously, but I think that's why they did it. To make it familiar, you need to have like the stigma or something about you when you come in with the rest of the school, as well as it takes place in the 19th century, late 19th century, the 1880s or 90s, I believe. And there's another big mystery. And so you get to choose your house. And the, in terms of it being an RPG and open world game, it is absolutely enormous what they've created. It's really cool and fascinating because it, you will be able to go to Hogwarts. You get to go to classes. You get to explore the castle, secret rooms, secret chambers. Eat at the Great Hall. Yeah, all that stuff. And then as well as the open world map outside of Hogwarts, the castle, you get to fly on broomsticks all over the world. So it's it's absolutely incredible what they've created and are creating. And it got delayed. It was supposed to come out this year, but it got delayed a couple weeks ago, six months to February 10th, which go for it. Delay, make sure it's delay right. Delay the hell make out sure of it. Make sure there's no problem. You know, I think something yeah. like this, they want to make sure they get it correct. And I think it's just going to be the ultimate escapism. And for everyone who's wanted to go to Hogwarts, this is your opportunity. It's really incredible. And you get to choose, like I said, your house. And I, like, remember when we used to play like Mass Effect? It's an RPG where your decisions kind of yeah. affect what happens in the game to an extent. Not, not fully, but like you have different endings and results. It alluded to that. But also <laughs> the decisions you make, if you're too good, you can't do certain things. If you're too bad, you can't do certain things. So I don't know how much that will play a part in it, but you get to embrace the dark arts if you want in Hogwarts Legacy you get to become not I, I don't know there's no way you get to become a dark wizard marking people I, I don't know how dark you'll be able to be I think you get to experiment with it I think you'll be able to dark learn arts. dark spells and I don't know if you'll be able to go full Voldemort on it no because that would be really fascinating but obviously I'm just the first time I play this game I'm gonna go Slytherin and be dark because why the hell yeah. not? <laughs> there's gonna there's gotta be a villain character in the game. Because we've watched Harry yeah. Potter, we've all seen like the good Gryffindors, which I'll do that my second time playing the game. Poor Hufflepuffs, don't get I, any love. <laughs> I think the replay of this game will be really really high. Um, but I'm gonna go Slytherin, of course. I'm House Slytherin. I gotta represent, yeah. and it'd be so interesting and cool. But I've been watching like footage of the gameplay, and it's I've really it too, yeah, really incredible what they've created in terms of just the the castle and the world, but also each common room you get to just go inside anytime. It's so detailed, and the quality is so high. So that's why I went PS5 so that I can get an 8K HDMI and hook that up to 4K TV. It'll be incredible. Just very think, cinematic. Yeah, in 10 years, they'll have a crazy VR version. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why I always say, like, the future of VR is absolutely endless High and impossible. It's, it's incredible. So I think Hogwarts Legacy is going to be so freaking cool. Fortunately, six months away, so I can get plenty of work done and, uh, you know, I'll just get ahead of schedule. Get ahead of schedule because yeah. I'm going to block out some, some time <laughs> in February. We're, uh, we're actually very ahead of schedule right now. I want to get more ahead of schedule. Yeah, because uh, yeah, we, we, um, we have a great streamlined routine now. We've actually we've kind of like fallen into like a great production groove groove. Yeah, so we got a great handle on it nowadays, and and we're pretty ahead of schedule. But we we still keep filming and recording and stuff. So it's nice to be ahead of schedule, not to have to worry about oh we need this one done for tomorrow or like a quick edit. So it's nice because you get to take your time with the editing and do the edits around your your time. Where some t in the past, like there's been so many times where I've had to edit like all day to get it done for tomorrow or something like that and you kind of don't you don't really have control over when you can do stuff you, you we would just have to work 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 and right now it's like i get to plan out my days around editing because i don't have to i'm going to edit some stuff today and some stuff tomorrow but like it's not due until 
my edits tomorrow aren't due until Thursday and then the next Thursday. So I can do them when I, when I want to do them, which is really nice. And we're having like a little four day vacation this week. So it'll be, it'll be nice to get a little, little breather from filming. Cause yeah, because sometimes some weeks we'll film a lot, a lot. Because yeah. we film every Saturday morning for movie news. We film, we do weekly Patreon. Chat. Yeah, we, yeah, we do Patreons as well. That yeah. that we usually do Saturdays or or but Thursdays. Right or now Wednesdays. we're doing them on on Thursdays. That's now, a Patreons. couple hours of yeah. filming right there, and then obviously episodes and a lot like, of editing too. Yeah, yeah. and like just be, and like in terms of like the the hours put into it. Filming takes like an hour and a half to two hours, but in addition to that, building the set in terms of like getting the, up. the lights, yeah. the cameras, the audio, getting that all going is like half hour, 45 minutes every time, and then breaking it all down to make sure that you can walk in the room without tripping over tripods and stuff. So <laughs> a lot goes into behind the scenes of well as filming as well. So it's really yeah. great to get ahead of schedule. I think anyone that any kind of job that you have, if you're a freelancer, you work for yourself, getting ahead of schedule is so great because yeah. it really reduces stress especially like we used to be on such tight deadlines every week because we do a ridiculous amount of content, which even what we do now, it's crazy to think that we can get ahead of schedule, but we do put out a lot of hours. We put up what, like four or five hours a week of content. Oh yeah, definitely. All film, all edited audio, making clips and stuff like that. So it's a lot of work, but getting ahead of schedule makes life easier and less stressful. Yeah. You're not stressed about, I need to get this done. And, and and even with the editing, it, it just takes a while to gather all the photos for an episode. Just t- that takes like half an hour, and you haven't Easy, even yeah. you haven't even started the project on Premiere yet. And so. then while you're editing, you can grab more photos if you need it. For yeah, exactly. Thing. So just just doing that takes up a lot of time. So it's nice to be able to plan your workload out with more freedom. Yeah, but it's nice. It's it's pretty cool. And like I've already edited the Return to the Jedi episode, which airs next month on Monday. That's all edited. I haven't exported yet, but I. I Finish the full length edit, and I've done the exports take, take a while. They 4K do. 4K exports take forever. Mine take if it's like an hour and a half episode, it probably takes about an hour and a half. Mine's a little faster than yours. My I, computer it takes three hours to I, export. Yeah, I got the M1 yeah. processor. I got the new iMac. That's why oh, yeah. my laptop is faster though. My M1 laptop is quicker than my Mac. Got the M1, at, bro. It's it's uh, faster at exporting. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's a uh, bigger RAM possibly. Oh, it's, de- it's both. Yeah. I thought they were both eight. Well, though. my my desktop is. I got it in 2019. So it's pretty old. Is it? It's not that old. I guess so. Well, it doesn't years? have. This, it doesn't have. I mean, well, was the it 2019 when you got that. Yeah, about. Wow. Or yeah, it was maybe 2018. Maybe. I don't know why. It, it might have been 2018. I feel like you got. Oh, say. I okay. got it after I moved you in moved here. Moved in here in 2018, right? Or 20. 2018. Yeah, 2018. You yeah. moved in here. To the house that I was. Yeah, I got with. the desktop when I lived here. Oh yeah, you're right. I remember yeah. you unboxing it. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, it's got a fast processor, but not like it. They processors and chips advance every year so much. It's crazy how much the iMac has changed in four years, which all their products do usually. But like in terms of your iMac versus what I'm iMac, my iMac looks like. They're really sleek and thin now, and really cool. Now you can get the different color schemes, which is incredible. Yeah, I like the, I like it. It's, like it's the cool. old, the old, I'm the old iMac, the Colors, bubble ones yeah. where you get the color ones. I got a mine's like a a mint. No, mine's the blue one. It's like teal, a teal gray. Kind of, it's like a light gray blue. It's really cool. Yeah. But they have all the colors: yellow, green, uh, orange, red, blue, purple. I just got an iPad, which is cool. How's that going, it's man? It's great. It's it's awesome. It's nice. It's the screen is really crystal clear, like like so sharp. The colors are great. Uh, it's it's really big too. I'm surprised, but um, yeah, I like it. I like. I'm still getting used to it. I've only had it for a couple of days. Yeah, I think iPads are really cool. They're just pricey as hell, but they, yeah. they are pretty great. I think the new ones, they're going to last a long time. It's got an M1 chip the, in it. Yeah, so the, yeah. the M1, bro. Yeah, the M1, bro. The M1 is legit. That's why I got it. I remember when I when my laptop died in the lawn from the sprinkler Your system. 
you were like, you should look into the new M1s. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, maybe. You were like, ah. Well, I wasn't sure because they hadn't been really on the market for a long time. And you know how new processors, new computers, you know, they're hot right when they come out. Everyone's talking about them. But in terms of performance, long-term performance, how are the how is this new processor going to be actually? And I, I was like, screw it. I just bought it. I'm like, it's Apple. I'm sure the new system is going to be great. And it's incredible. It's, it's I'm really happy I got, got that computer. It's the first chip that's theirs that they made. Mm-hmm. They've always used uh, another company's chip. Well, like Intel? Intel, yeah. So it was, it was the first chip that they designed. They spent years designing it. It's pretty great. Mm. But my exports are so fast on that thing. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's a very fast processor. But yeah, it's the the boot time is immediate. Yeah, that's my favorite thing about on. the M1 boom. is like as soon as you hit power, boom, log in, you're good. Because... Even my old laptops, even the Dells, all, all sorts of computers. Some, even some great PCs take a little while to boot up. But I think mm-hmm. the the quick boot time is so important, and it's just like it sets the mood for the editing session. Gotta get the mood going. <laughs> Gotta some get candles. You don't want because like get a tobacco candle. Because when you have a slow computer, like everything stresses you out. Like oh, I gotta wait for the boot up, and then oh, I have to restart now. Like yeah. oh, I gotta log in, and the login attempt is messed up. And mine's slow. getting mine's getting slow. You have to but do the, a, a the, software update. Yeah. The, the Wi-Fi of mine is so slow back here because it's it's pretty far from the from the um, router, and I oftentimes have to use your MacBook. Just to get photos and stuff, and then I, and then transfer them over to my desktop. My one con to PC is the constant software updates you have to do. It's crazy. Even though if you have it on Every auto day. update, it's fine. But still, like you have some weeks there won't be any updates, but some weeks there are like three or four updates that your computer needs to do, or else you can't, or else your programs won't function well. Your Adobe Premiere will crash, editing will crash, audio will crash. Like things will crash because you have to implement this new software update and even if you have auto software updates on sometimes you still have to go in and check to make sure that it's there because if you're using programs it won't do the update automatically i just hate how i have to hit f1 and then the volume button to turn the volume up it's oh, so on your dumb. lg yeah yeah on the windows the lg yeah. well, that's not all windows that's yeah. just the lg oh, yeah, yeah, okay so that's just that specific it's so, like I, I hate hitting the f1 first before, <sighs> LG's you, before listening, you can do any command lg's listening to this we gave you to those for free i, I yes because like if you do the if you hit the the audio button uh, the volume up button it it uh splits your screen and reveals the code of your screen yeah you have to hit the and app. it's the volume button like that doesn't make any sense it's pretty so weird you, it's yeah. a weird system yeah. i remember because i haven't used that computer in a while but yeah you have to hit f and then volume and also for brightness for anything any of the top keys you have yeah. to hit f, fn first it's interesting i don't know why they did that it doesn't really man. make a lot of sense it doesn't why do i need to look at the code because in terms of <laughs> Of frequency of a command use, volume's got to be number one. So up there. It's got to be the most used command on any computer or laptop for sure, besides like the mouse pad. And like right, left, up, and, and down. also you can't you can't just hit the play button to play and stop and pause music. You have to open your window of whatever program like Spotify and then pause it in the yeah, window. So you would think that they would make the most used commands the Easier. easiest buttons buttons to press and the easiest commands. Man, they did not. Someone overthought it. I think that's they what were, happened. They, they were, were overthinking. overthinking. They're like we. Let's be a little People different. are gonna love this guy. People are gonna love the feature. People are gonna can... love how you just have to hit the F before you can do anything else. It's gonna be it's gonna I be great. I think they thought that the other stuff would be more used and more interesting. People are gonna love to see what how many tabs they have open or all their applications because that's what that button does. It it shows like a zoomed out view of every application that's open. Mm-hmm. It's like no one uses that. <laughs> I always hit that by accident. The, my Mac has that too. Yeah. I, I, every time I hit it, it's an accident. I'm like, oh, I didn't mean to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, give me back to Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the iPad's great. Super fast. It's in, uh, I've started using this art program called Procreate and it's basically like a version of Photoshop and Illustrator combined mm-hmm. with ease of use. And it's it doesn't have any lag at all. And you can be doing like intense um painting or drawing and it's just super fast 
and seamless. It's great. Nice, man. Yeah. I got to check it out. What, uh, how many gigs is it? Like 250? This one's 250, yeah. I got the big one. There's no point getting a small gigabyte because you'll yeah. you'll use the space and you'll wish you got a bigger one. That's how they get you, man. Yeah. You don't get the, the it's larger a mistake. Gig, it's you don't it's get worth the larger hard drive, and then yeah. you're like, oh, I gotta get another. I gotta get a yeah. new computer in two years because I can't take this space limitation. It's, it's worth the hundred fifty dollars. It always is because it's the the stark difference from like sixty gigs or fifty gigs to like three hundred gigs. That's, that's a big difference. That's why I got a one terabyte on my iMac. Yeah. Things got so much goddamn space. It's got insane. that terabyte, bro. But I couldn't get the. Uh, I wanted the sixteen gigabyte RAM, but it would have taken. I pre-ordered that, so I, my first pre-order for a Mac was going to be a custom build. It was going to be the mint green, uh, one terabyte internal hard drive with 16 gigabyte RAM and a Coke dispenser. Yeah, <laughs> and it was going to be because they make them in China, so those like they're going to be like, yeah, it's going to take a couple months. So I'm like, that's fine. And then the delivery date and expectation date got pushed back a month, and then like another two months. Then I'm like, I'm just going to go to the IMAX store. Can't wait Mac four months for this. a computer. Exactly. Yeah. So I was like, especially when you need one. And I try to call like everywhere, and you really can't get them the in the store ones. like that. If yeah. you get any kind of custom upgrade, if you get the 16 gigabyte hard drive. It's impossible to find. You can't get store. spinning rims on it. You can't get. <laughs> Look at them. They're spinning. They're spinning. Um, <laughs> Chris Rock joke. <laughs> <laughs> you have to if you go in the store. You just got to get what they have in stock. So I was like, screw it. So I just got the. Um, it was the eight gigabyte, one terabyte iMac, which it's great. It's a great computer. Yeah. I wish I could have got the sixteen gig RAM. That yeah. would have been great. Yeah. But it's still it's still really fast and I really. I mean, love yeah. It. I mean, it's not like you're streaming. 6k video games all night so i mean you don't, you don't need a 16 gig ram it would be nice it'd be nice but it's not the export it's not, speed the export speed would be so yeah. fast but it's, you're, you still have a fast computer so it's yeah, not a necessity yeah. it's fast enough yeah it gets the job done i mean exporting a 4k 130 i mean uh, uh like a 90 minute 4k, 4K episode with yeah. several types of several layers of footage several layers of images and graphics in an hour hour and a half that's still nothing to complain about yeah Nothing at all. Still no complaints. First world problems. I'm very grateful for the iMac. I wonder if, uh, are you going to start using Twitch when you play video games? Are you going to be like a streamer? I don't know because I just kind of want, I'm getting the Hogwarts Legacy just to enjoy it for myself. And mm-hmm. maybe, I don't know. I don't know if I want to get go that far into like the gaming thing because I, I just want to play it for me. Yeah. Just, I've always yeah. wanted to go to Hogwarts, and I just want to be like in my room for, yeah, for with like lights off. Light, no, like colored lights on and like <laughs> green, green lights. Green lights for Slytherin. Maybe some Harry Potter. Actually, there'll probably be plenty of music playing in the game. And just, oh, I bet. Yeah, I want to just be mostly an experience that I have, just going to Hogwarts and and doing all these cool missions and having fun. Juno, Juno will be watching. Maybe some live streams here and there. I don't know. Oh, I, I you decided. can play on your computer, or no? I got a Mac. You can't hook that. That's the that's the one. The con with Macs is integration with other softwares or really? other uh-huh. kinds of technology is almost impossible. That's why they make them so they can only compatible with their own compatible with their own equipment and gear and, evil, and cables. Evil so geniuses. You can't like, I, you, can you can't air, like just use a screen. You can AirPlay your ps5 to an imac or you can airplay things to your macs like there's workarounds however there's it's going to be a lag it's mm-hmm. not a direct connection yeah so i'll probably just get like a cheap 4k monitor like a hundred two hundred dollar monitor oh that's not bad and just use that's that nothing. to play off of oh that's cheap you can get you can get cheap one at best buy like 200 bucks tops yeah just, 4K the, just monitor the screen with an yeah. ak hdmi cable just really high quality just 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 to play harry potter hogwarts <laughs> legacy <laughs> it's very dorky shit going on but it's 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 something that I've had, I've had an obsession with Harry Potter for so long. Read the books through. You've read the books? I, physically, I didn't, didn't know you could read. 
didn't know you could read. <laughs> Sick reference, bro. Everybody, <laughs> your references are control. Everybody knows. Drake Malfoy. <laughs> I've, I've read through the book seven times. I've done the audiobooks like four times. Seven times? Yeah, dude. Physically read through the books, and then the audiobooks I've done four times. I did. I've done both versions: the Stephen Frost version, and then the other guy has a great version as well. Stephen Frost. Stephen Fry. Steve, okay. Did I say like, Frost? Yeah. I was like, who the fuck is Stephen, Stephen Fry? Um, the voice of London in V for Vendetta. <laughs> he's great. The, the shock talk show. He's a great narrator. Um, he does a great job. So it's just, I love Harry Potter, and this is going to be like going to Hogwarts because it doesn't exist in the real world. Too bad. So Too I'm bad. really excited about it. So I want it to make, be like a really great experience. I'll just, definitely watch. Yeah, you come, come and watch me play yeah. some, some missions and stuff. That'll be fun. And if you want, you can make your own character and just... Whenever I'll you... make a Ravenclaw me. Yeah. Raven. yeah. You just, I'll show you the Ravenclaw climb room. It's really okay, cool. cool. They did a great job designing them in terms of like the Gryffindor one we've all seen in the movies and stuff and other other iterations. So it's exactly what you expect, but even bigger. Yeah, you only saw Ravenclaw in Deathly cool. Hallows. You saw... You never saw Hufflepuff. Barely, you barely saw Ravenclaw. Yeah, yeah you just... never saw Hufflepuff in the movies ever. Wait, no. Did they... Actually, they don't even go to the Ravenclaw Common room. I'm thinking the book. It's the, in the movie. They go to like the opening entrance. It's you just in like the you're in the room. Yeah, they're at, for the diadem. Are they even inside? Yeah, no, because doesn't Luna stop him outside of the entrance and say, "No, no they, we should be going." They go there. inside. Okay, because the kids come out of the room. In the book, they go inside. In the books, he hides inside. Yeah, and and um, he has he has to hide from one of the twins. Okay, you're right. Yeah. In the movie, they don't. They don't in the book. Yeah. So they're the, sorry, on the steps. I was getting them mixed up. They're on the steps and Luna's like, no, we should be going this way. Because in the in the book, they go inside Ravenclaw common room. That's where the Caros McGonagall are. McGonagall shows up. McGonagall shows up yeah. there with the Caros. Yeah. And that's where that situation happens. And McGonagall finds him before anyone else. Yeah. Yeah, she discovers him. So that's the only time Ravenclaw room's been shown. But there's briefly explained. Hufflepuff has been bare, there's like a couple lines describing it in the books. That's it. But they did a really cool job describe looking making it within the game. It kind of looks like a very reminiscent of Hobbit world with like round oh, okay o- openings and arches yeah. of made of wood and stuff. Is like there that. a statue of Cedric Diggory? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the 1800s. Bro. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 1800s. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Voldemort's not alive. Cedric's not alive. <laughs> But it's really cool. I'll show you some shit. But it's it's gonna be incredible. Yeah, I'm, that I'm shit, really man. excited about it. Um, gonna dork out big time. It, and it, the customization in terms of what you can make your character look like, it's endless. It's really cool. You gonna make your character look like you? Probably. Yeah. 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 As close as I can. Yeah. I think that's the the fun part about it. So it looks like I'm in. Hogwarts. Can you get the nasally voice? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna fight you. <laughs> I uh, I'd like to attend my potions class today. I'm Slytherin. <laughs> 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 it's funny because it's true <laughs> you got a great voice man thanks i've been told i have a great voice i've been compared to aladdin because of the nasal quality of it <laughs> i can show you the world <laughs> boston aladdin it's, it's aladdin guy aladdin yo yo hey girl what's you got up the dunk and D's, up, jasmine girl? jasmine i'm gonna take you to duncan's and legal seafood i got a gift card to both you're like clam chowder jasmine what do you mean these are expired these are good i got them in 2010 <laughs> I want some clam chowder right now. You go to Fenway, kid. You got any? You got any Coors Light here at Lego Seafood, guy? You got any tall boys? Can I get a tall mill of High Life? Oh my god. <laughs> um, you want to call, call it short right there? Yeah. All right, that's weekly chat volume twenty. Fun little updates on our life and in Harry Potter, Harry Potter and gaming and, and Anthony's <laughs> plants. Picking up new hobbies. My hobby doesn't start for another six months, so I'll get. But he's 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 ready. Pretty, pretty excited about he's it. Ready. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, episodes this week we had Monday was episode five, The Empire Strikes Back for Star Wars solo episode, recapping and reviewing that movie. 
House of the Dragon Episode 2, The Rogue Prince. Recap and review was yesterday on Tuesday, Thursday, Stranger Things Monsters. A lot of fun on that one. The next week, we have some, we have some great content coming for you as well. And then the week after that, Rings of Power premieres on September 2nd, two-episode premiere, I believe. And every Saturday will be a recap and review of Rings of Power episodes. So that will oh, be coming yeah. in September very soon. So take Exciting care. stuff. It's so much to come. I don't know how we're going to make even more content. It's funny. People are like, the amount of content you guys put out is ridiculous. I'm like, yeah, I know, We're man. making more. It's, it's insane. It's a, that's why it's great to get ahead of schedule. Hey, it's the way to do it, bro. Take care, everybody. Thanks for tuning in around the world. Good morning, good evening, good night, good afternoon, wherever you are <laughs> in the world, and take care. Goodbye. <laughs> they listen to us everywhere. <laughs> this episode of Raiders of the Lost Podcast has been executive produced through Patreon by our amazing Chosen One patrons, Calvin Cam, Lauren Smertz, Cody Moen, John Agras, Tyler McFly, Anthony DeMeo, and Becca Keen. Thank you so much for contributing to our show. Raiders of the Lost Podcast is a Mirror Image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson.